and welcome back to the podcast of Idiots and Intellects. It has been a hot minute. It has been a hot minute and a half. Yeah. Oof. Um, so <laughs> I'm here with Cody, obviously. So, oh my god. <laughs> Did you see that? You just lost your cap. Yeah, but I like touched it and it flipped. No way, it's gone forever. R.I.P. Um, today we're going to be talking about Area 51, which is super exciting, kind of cool. Yeah, my mom just came in here and told us a story of how her and my dad were there and were told to turn the fuck around. So that was um, exciting. Now I want my pen cap. Um, I'll get it at the break. Okay. And by the way, I mean me, I will get it for you. Yeah, I'm way too pregnant to bend over. I can't do anything. I can't even tie my shoes. <laughs> I have to have Sean tie my shoes. <laughs> Does he know how? Um, he's he's learning. Oh, good. He's learning. So what I'm hearing is you're going to teach the kid how to tie, tie their shoes. Right. Okay. I'm going to teach him everything. Good plan. Yeah. It's just, it's going to work out better that way. Um, <laughs> so Area 51, did you know much about Area 51 before we decided to do this? No. No. <laughs> I knew it involved aliens. Just aliens. Yep. Every time I hear aliens, I just think of the History Channel ancient alien meme. Just that guy with his hands up and his hair like a cockatoo. Aliens. I've never seen that. What? I've oh my god. Never seen That's that. like 50% of my meme storage. Is Area 51 <laughs> dude? Yeah, just aliens. Okay. Have you ever watched um, Ancient Aliens? A couple times with my mom. <laughs> it's kind of Because she funny. loves it. Does she? I think it's really funny because, like, they'll talk about a theory or, like, something that's actually <clears throat> super cool and you're like, oh, okay, like, I can get behind this. Like, whatever, this is interesting. And then they just do a complete 180 and just, like, aliens did it. Aliens did this and this and this. And it's like, well, I'm pretty sure there's, like, other options. <laughs> I don't know, it's funny. Um, There's no other options but aliens. Just aliens. It's like um, the Fairly Odd Parents, where the teachers just, everything is fairies. Fairy uh, godparents. Oh, yeah. Fairy godparents. <laughs> aliens. Oh, no. That show was dank as a kid. Man, they don't make kids' shows like they used to. They do not, no. It's a bummer. Actually, on Disney Plus, I watched all of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Did you? <laughs> yep. And I was like, wow, TV used to be good. Yeah, what happened? Then I watched, like, the Halloween episodes of, like, Lizzie McGuire and, like, That's a Raven and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. those were good. Good times. Yeah. Now everything's shit and a half. Agreed. Okay, anyways, Area 51. Um, not Area 50, not Area 52, but 51. Yeah. It was, yeah, I thought, like, I don't know why, when I first heard of Area 51 when I was a kid, I thought, like, each state had its own area, (laughs) so I was like, they just put an extra one in Nevada? Like, why did they need an extra one? (laughs) I didn't get it, but for a really long time, I thought there were 51 states because of Area 51. Okay. So... (laughs) That's okay. I thought something similar about the different areas, but I just I thought there were 51 states because I'm stupid. Mm. 
I swore there were 51 states. I, like... Maybe we got Mandela affected or something. I don't know. Yeah, Atlantis was the 51st. There you go. And then I went bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> um, so, Area 51 is a highly classified United States military base, and it's about 85 miles north of Vegas in Lincoln County, Nevada. Have you ever been to Nevada? No. No? It's dope. Vegas is, like, okay. I went to Vegas for a couple days, and it's, like, it's cool to see everything, and you could spend a couple days there, but, like, more than two or three days, you're kind of over it. And it's like, okay, people gambling and banging. Great. Got it. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but northern Nevada's pretty sweet. Okay. I believe you. Yeah. Um... So, the intense level of secrecy and security surrounding the base has made it a focal point of so many conspiracy theories, um, almost all of which having to do with UFOs and extraterrestrial beings. Aliens. Aliens. (laughs) Um, Area 51 is restricted to the public, as my mother found out, apparently, (laughs) and um, has armed guards constantly patrolling the perimeter as well as warning signs saying that the the use of deadly force is authorized. Yep. So that's sweet. Like, fuck around and find out. Honestly. Um, And then there's also constant electronic surveillance covering pretty much every inch of the base and its surrounding areas. And it's also highly illegal for any aircraft to enter the airspace above without permission directly from Area 51's air traffic control. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Um, there was actually a tour guide that accidentally went too far, and everyone on the tour got ticketed and fined. Oh, no. Yeah, it was actually a Area 51 tour guide, and Uh-oh. he got distracted by a question from one of the people, one of the tourists. Yeah. So we drove past the sign that said no going like, past this no point. Entry. Yeah. And so all four passengers were asked to step out of the vehicle. They were all cited for trespassing and given court dates with a projected fine of six hundred and fifty dollars a piece and a misdemeanor conviction. Jesus. <laughs> and two of them were from the UK. <laughs> I bet they were real pissed at that tour guide. I'm never going back to the US. I hope they got their money back at least. Or, like, maybe the tour company paid... Well, the, uh, the head of the tour company called, like, tried to get at least for the four tourists, get it mm-hmm. waived, and, like, not finding them or anything on their records. Yeah. I didn't hear about what happened after that, but... Oh my gosh. That's really funny, though. Like, how bad of a tour guide do you have to be to, like, that's your one job, is to know the right. boundary. <laughs> that's funny. I wonder how many times that's happened. I don't know. I would think probably more than just the once, right? I don't think so. Maybe. (laughs) It's funny. Um, Something that I thought was really, really interesting about Area 51 is that the United States government didn't admit to its existence until 2013. What? Yeah. But it's been in operation since the 50s. Yeah. So... And yeah, in 2013, they just came out and were just like, yeah, Area 51's real. We're not going to tell you anything else, but like, you know, it's there. 
Cool, cool. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool, yeah. Um, so I don't know what the deal is with Area 51. Like, why was it kept a secret for so long? Why is the security so fucking intense? And why do so many people think that it's a location dedicated specifically to UFOs and aliens? Um, so we're going to take a really quick break and stick around after because we're going to get into all of that. Woo. Woo. Okay. <laughs> I'm just here for commentary. <laughs> okay, um, so Area 51 is located near Groom Lake, which is a dry lake bed in the Nevada desert. And there are actually two facilities in the general vicinity, which I it took me a long time to like separate them because a lot of like research papers or whatever lump them together, but they are not the same. So there's a 50-second state. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, one is Area 51, and then the other is the Nevada Test Site, which has its own super controversial history regarding atmospheric nuclear testing and the development of the United States nuclear deterrent. So, basically, they were testing nuclear equipment there from 1950s to 1980s. Thank you for dumbing that down for me. You're welcome. (laughs) Um... So, Area 51 is located to the east of the Nevada test site and shares a border with the Nevada test site's Yucca Flat region. I don't know. I don't know. They don't really, like, have any maps of Area 51 or, like, the layout of the facilities. So, it's kind of hard to, like, really get a picture for what it, what the setup is. But, whatever. Um, so, like I said, even though these facilities are very different. Um, They're often lumped together due to their close proximity, which makes it a little harder to, like, decipher which which events happen where, but anyways, um, so Area... just lump them all together because it's too complicated to keep them separate. Yeah. I think, like, most of the Nevada test site does, like, the aircraft testing now versus, like, when they were doing the nuclear testing. And then Area 51, just no one fucking knows. <laughs> um, so Area 51 supposedly was created in 1955 when, in April of that year, this CIA officer named Richard Bissell discovered this vast open site while on an aerial scouting mission. And... He relayed the information, and quickly a request was made to add the property to the Atomic Energy Commission's real estate holdings. Um, I've heard different things, like different things that I've read said that it was just like an empty blank canvas, like just desert. And then other things that I read were like it was an old military site that hadn't been used since World War II. Hmm. So I don't really know. I always just assumed it was just desert. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> um, but by July of that same year, the CIA had began using the property to develop and test aircraft, like the high-altitude U-2 and the F-117 stealth attack jet. Oh, dun, dun, that's dun. a chair. Uh-huh. Um, 
stealth attack jet. That sounds so, like, menacing. <laughs> um, I think that's the point. Yeah. Stealth attack. Well, I wouldn't want, like, a boisterous attack. Because then it's not really an attack. Like, you see them coming. I mean, okay. a boisterous attack could be scary, too. It Loud could be noises a, are frightening. It could be a psycho. True. <sighs> Yikes. Um, anyways, so Area 51 got its name based on its geographical destination um, on maps of the Atomic Energy Commission, uh, but it was also called a bunch of other names in its early days, apparently to make it more appealing to employees. So <laughs> they called it like Paradise Ranch or the ranch, or dreamland, and then there's, like, the Watertown Strip. I did hear about the Watertown Strip. It's like, okay, well, I mean, I guess, it just sounds cultish then, <laughs> though, like, Paradise, Paradise ranch. ranch. Yeah, it sounds very... That just sounds like a type of salad dressing. A salad <laughs> <laughs> Paradise Ranch. That's right, you know what? Let's just make that. Paradise Ranch salad dressing. We'll have it next to Hidden Valley Ranch. And the mascot's an alien. Yes. <laughs> in like a Hawaiian hat and like a, a Hawaiian hat, Hawaiian shirt, like on vacation. Yes. I like that. <laughs> see, already, no one better steal these fucking ideas. <laughs> we pissed. We see it on the shelf in two months. Right. <laughs> um, Suing. Yikes. It's recorded, so we have documentation that we said at first. So... Whatever, okay. Um, <laughs> so on May 13th in 1989, this reporter named George Knapp, Knapp? Probably Knapp. Knapp. Interviews this guy, Bob Lazar, who claims to have been an Area 51 employee that was working with downed extraterrestrial aircraft. And this obviously sparked a huge amount of public interest. Because, you know, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know all about them. Um, this guy is really interesting. Like, I don't know. Do you listen to the Joe Rogan experience at all? No, but didn't he do a podcast with them or something like yeah, that? Yeah. And I guess, like, I've, I knew I listened to it, but it was a long time ago. And I probably should have listened to it again before coming here. <laughs> But I didn't. Or on the way here. Yeah, something. Oh, God, Joe Rogan's podcasts are like three hours long. He sits there forever. Can you imagine sitting here for three hours on one episode with me? I don't want to look at you that long. I know you don't want to look at me. I'm offended by that. <laughs> um, I thought I had more than one fan in the room. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, now I'm just recycling <laughs> puns. <laughs> Stop recycling puns. Oh, I wish there was a recycling bin in here. It's a point, too. <laughs> um, so, I guess um, anyone who's interested should probably go check that episode out of the Joe Rogan experience with Bob Lazar. Because this dude's been telling the same story for over 30 years. I did hear a small clip of it um, when I was doing research for this, though. Because mm -hmm. I came across him, I looked into him a bit. And there was a clip on YouTube of them recording the podcast. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Joe will, like, ask the questions that everyone wants to know, too. So I'm sure there's a whole bunch of 
really neat information. Um, but anyways, so the downed aircraft that Lazar spoke of, a lot of conspiracy theorists um, assumed that it was that of the Roswell incident, which the Roswell incident took place on a ranch outside of Roswell, New Mexico, on July of 1947, which, I mean, that was before... That was, like, before That was seven years before Area 51 was apparently... Did you have that math pre-done, or did you just do that off the top of your head? I just did it. Sometimes I'm smart. (laughs) I took the five, and then... Oh, no, I don't even think that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank God. That's not right. It's eight years. Yeah, okay, eight years. You were one off. That was close enough. That was close enough. I better leave the math to Sean for this kid. Um, okay, so eight years before Area 51 was even a thing, apparently. I don't know if, like, the timeline got fuzzy or whatever. Who knows? Um, but, okay, so this unidentified flying object crashed on this ranch outside of New Mexico, and military personnel quickly showed up to collect the debris and claimed that it was... Yeah, it's just a weather balloon. It's fine. Just a weather balloon. It's just a weather balloon. Um, <laughs> but eyewitness accounts were like, fucking no. It was a flying saucer. Um, so, I don't know. When Lazar mentioned work on a downed aircraft, people just thought that the UFO from the Roswell incident was the downed UFO in which he was referring to. Um... It was weird, too, because with the Roswell incident, I think it was 2004 that they released more information about it, you know, over 50 years later. (laughs) They were just like, yeah, actually, it wasn't a weather balloon. It was like a nuclear testing detector balloon. I forgot the exact name, but then it was like, what? (laughs) So either way, initially, they were lying about it, which just makes the story... they're probably lying the second time, too. It could be. I have no idea if they were willing to lie the first time. So... I'm surprised no one who, like, was employed for them has said anything yet about, like, anything there. Like, no one enjoyed their job. Not... I'm sure there was one person who hated their job there enough to say something. Yeah. Unless they had, like, a... Men in black situation where they just erase their minds. Uh, oh boy. So, I mean. Who knows? <laughs> I've heard that's one like, theory that people talk about going on there, like memory technology and stuff. Ugh. Yikes. Spooky. Spooky. It is October. Perfect timing. <laughs> um, so. Lazar also gave a lot of detailed accounts of his time as an Area 51 employee. Um, He claimed that he worked in Area 51 um, in their S-4 sector, where he was examining an aircraft with another team of physicists. What did the Um, S stand for sector? I think so. Sector 4 sector? Sector 4 sector. Hannibal Lecter? Yikes. (laughs) October. (laughs) Spoopy season. And go. Mm. Um, 
So he six degrees of separation make that three. <laughs> um, so he said that this aircraft that he was examining ran on an antimatter reactor powered by element 115, which at the time hadn't been synthesized by humans. So, it, I don't know. It was weird. That was like, I don't know how long after, but it was a good chunk of time after Lazar came out that they were actually able to synthesize mm -hmm. this element. So, I, I don't know. It was weird. Um... But he said that their main task was to reverse engineer the aircraft so that they could understand and use the extraterrestrial technology. Okay. Which, I mean, yeah. If you're a government agency, what else are you going to want to do with that? <laughs> you have it in your possession. You have, like... Take it home, display it, just... Take it home, just hang it on the trophy, wall. Like, won this at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Lazar gave a super detailed description of the aircraft that he claimed he was working on with his team, and he explained that this aircraft was divided into two main levels, and the reactor was positioned at the center of the upper level, um, with an antenna extending to the very top, which was surrounded by three apparently gravity amplifiers. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what a gravity amplifier is. Amplifies the gravity. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he also said that the reactor was topped by a sphere, which emitted a force field capable of repulsing human flesh. I'm so, repulsed by you. I'm repulsed by you. <laughs> like that? You're making my pulse stop because I'm dead from these puns. That didn't work, but, you know, mm -hmm. mm, it's the joke's there. It's just, where's <clears throat> um, the cricket sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> we should have just like sound effects at the ready. So we just click a button. I mean, they do make a little like have a little sound effect thing at work. I don't think crickets are on there though, but. Okay. Well, that's little... the main one we need because we both suck. Let me just look it up. <laughs> YouTube it. <laughs> Um, so, also, I'm a little curious, like, how they found that this force field was capable of repulsing human flesh. Like, who, who died? Who got sacrificed to find this? Uh, yeah. Um, An alien, probably. The alien. <laughs> uh, um, so, Lazar also stated that while he and his team were working on this project, he was given access to briefing documents that described historical involvement between Earth and extraterrestrial beings um, as far as 10,000 years in the past. So, my throat's making weird noises. <laughs> Do you... Sorry, going, going back a second. Mm -hmm. Do you think... <clears throat> this is just another conspiracy theory situation yeah that in order to find out that skin repulsing thing that like members of the military that like went missing in action or like died in battle that's actually how they died oh since military work at area 51 interesting maybe 
Mm. Could be. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to, like, find reports of missing former Area 51 personnel because, like, when you search that, nothing comes up. So. You search that? I did. I actually did kind of, like, I wonder how many people. In all the research, I'm just like, when is something going to pop up or, like, come knocking at my door, like, please stop doing this or turn off your computer now? Just like, uh, yeah, we tracked your IP address, and uh, you're going to jail. <laughs> uh, I'm just doing research. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, there's some topics that I want to do really bad, and then I'm just like, no, <laughs> I will be targeted. Search I will be on a no-fly list. Like, <laughs> just search the dark web for it. Ugh. That's the, not the one we should do a topic on is the dark web. The dark web is so scary. Like, Sean's been on the dark web before. Um, In college... When the one frat I was, like, going to rush, like, my last semester, mm-hmm. um, I was over at their, at the, at their house, and one of the guys was just, like, scrolling through, and, like, yeah, you can buy a tiger on here, you can do this, and he started looking up drugs, and I'm like, ah, we're gonna die. Ugh, that's, like, the innocent part of the dark web, too, which is terrifying. Like, they have, like, full-on murders and mm-hmm. stuff just streaming all the time. Oh, one of my favorite things to watch is animated horror stories on YouTube, like, of mm-hmm. real life ones. Yeah. And there's so many dark web ones of them just, like, come, going on the dark web and coming across this these sites. Mm-hmm. And, oh my god, one that, like, really freaked me out, which I don't know if it was just a Reddit thing or not. Oh, Ugh, that Jesus. chair is not fun. We gotta get new chairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, was... This guy went into this, like, weird chat room thing with a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. And they, no one knew why they were there until the point of them being there was they had to constantly stay awake and in front of the, in front on their camera. Yeah. And be the last one awake. And if you fell asleep, you literally got killed. Like, oh. Like, someone literally just somehow Shut killed you. Shut up and you. gotcha. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, you, uh, you don't fuck around on the dark web because people are there to play sick games or, like... Hire a hitman, which that, I can see that being useful, Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) um, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah, let's do an episode on the dark web. Yeah, (laughs) okay. Researching that's going to be scary though, but. Yeah. Do you have to go to the dark web to find out about the dark web? Maybe. Dun, dun, dun. Um, okay, so Bob's Lazar. (laughs) Yes. So... Um, he also (laughs) had a couple instances that he spoke of where, like, he saw aliens, apparently. So, he said that the aircraft seats, um, were child-sized and that he saw alien cadavers matching the same size. So, that's interesting. Hmm. And then there was another, um, situation where, like, he was walking down a hallway and he peeked in like, a door as he walked by quick, and he saw, like, two guys in a lab coat over this gray small body with really long arms. Um, and, like, he said it could have been an alien or it could have been, like, an alien doll that the um, lab guys were, like, working on to, like, try to pinpoint, like, anatomy or something. So I was like, okay, <laughs> So, but it all went back to aliens, so... Aliens! Yeah. 
I wonder how many times I'm gonna say that. They could make that a drinking game. Just every time. Aliens. Take a shot. Um so I know what I'm doing at the next party I have. <laughs> she listens to the podcast every time you're just aliens. Have it on repeat. <laughs> um so the big question is, was this guy lying? Um at his first interview he went in with like a fake name of Dennis and like he, <sighs> yes it is very menacing um and like had his face blacked out on screen and everything but then by November cuz he was first interviewed in May so by November he was like using his real name and showing his face and all that stuff but um he was seen as a credible and not knowledgeable source during his first interview, but when people started trying to verify his information, they couldn't. Um, his education and employment records were different than what he had claimed. And, like, he had said that he had previously worked at the Los Alamos National Laboratory, which officially has absolutely no record of him. But when he and the interviewer, George Knopp, visited the lab, um, Lazar was able to, like, give a guided tour and interact with the employees like they were old friends. So it seemed very, I mean, it was clearly, like, a familiar place to him. So why don't they have records of his employment? Oddly enough, there's also no record of his birth anymore, so... Really? Maybe he just doesn't even exist. At least in terms of a paper trail. Um, So that was weird. And Bob Lazar name is just not his actual name either way. So that's also a fake name. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's just like, I don't know. But even now, like 30 years later, he's still telling the exact same story with the same details and everything. Like... He's never really switched up like, oh, well, actually, like, this happened instead. Like, it's been very consistent. So either he's a really good liar and isn't and remembers his stories. Right. Or it's true. Right. I don't know, man. Um, and he says that the government pulled strings to delete his records to make him look like a fraud so that he wouldn't be a credible source because, obviously, he's kind of spilling... Spilling some tea here. Um, By the way, raspberry leaf tea is fucking disgusting. Don't try it. This is just because you're pregnant is disgusting? No, like, it's so gross. It tastes like alfalfa hay that you feed horses. You've tried that? You know, when you're in a barn as a kid, sometimes hay just gets in your mouth. (laughs) Okay? Hey, don't... Judge me. (laughs) I need you to leave. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if his records were changed, but nothing Lazar has said can be proven as fact, but also nothing he's said can be disproven. So, I don't know. Those are the best kind of lies, or any stories at least. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Do you believe him? I believe him. You believe him? Think so? Because it's not too far-fetched, like, the whole, 
oh, where there were actual aliens and this and that and green men with big black eyes, small lip mouths and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Which, we'll be talking about that kind of stuff on your podcast today. You are correct. Because we're doing a whole different alien episode, so that'll be yes. super cool. Um, all right, well, anyways, either way, Bob, Laz- Bob Lazar, Robert Lazar, whatever, uh, will always be... Like, the first guy who brought the idea to light of UFOs and aliens at Area 51. <laughs> yeah, shot, shot, shot. Um, I took a shot every time. You'd be literally in the hospital. You'd be on the fucking poisoning. floor by now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about some of the theories, though, of um, what people think go on at Area 51. What you got? Um, there's a UFO conspiracy, um, in 1947, in Roswell, there were remains of a flying saucer that supposedly crashed, Mm -hmm. and they brought it to Area 51 for the reverse engineering, Mm -hmm. um, in order to replace the extraterrestrial spacecraft for military use. Yeah. Replicate, I'm sorry, I can't read. (laughs) When I was doing the research... I came across the word uh, omnipotent, or however you say that word, and Mm -hmm. I read it omnipotent Omnipotent. and i looked at it i'm like that's not right (laughs) (laughs) oh there were a bunch of words like that where i was just like i'm not sciencey enough for this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't see the only thing that i'm thinking of with the roswell incident because that's automatically what people thought of when lazar came out Mm -hmm. like don't aircraft was like again that was eight years before Area 51 was allegedly developed. So, like, did they Where have, they have it somewhere? It, like... Yeah, did they have it somewhere else and then transport it to Area 51? Or, like, I don't know. But still could be. Like, I'm sure <laughs> if they didn't have, like, the right people working on it, they're just like, yeah, just throw it in the shed for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. Or they took it to, like, DC or something. Yeah. Brought it back. Yeah, I don't know how that would have, how that would have gone. Timeline's a little funky, but like it's obviously still doable. Like, it could have been somewhere else first and then been transported. True. So okay, what else you got? Um, they use Area Fifty One for weather control. Yeah, that one's fun. Um, because scientists, um, are using it in the surroundings to control the weather patterns, and this is actually something that. Not necessarily Area 51 is factually doing, but mm-hmm. they like the U.S. has tried this in the past in controlling weather. Yeah. Um, according to a National Science Foundation report, U.S. military did actually engage in Project Cyrus, which was a research effort in the late 40s and early 50s trying to find a way to modify clouds and um, use rain and storms and lack thereof as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? There's, like, there's been some stuff recently. Like, there's, like, a certain region in China that's just been hit with, like, all sorts of weird weather stuff. And everyone's just, like, the, ow. Okay. Sorry, the baby just really got my ribs. It's fine. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Ribs. Are you hungry? Yes. (laughs) Um, All you had to do were waffles. That's all you had? Yes. And a cup of coffee. Did you have like plain waffles or were they like chocolate chip or blueberry? 
They were buttermilk, but I had peanut butter on it. Ooh. Wow, you can really tell I'm pregnant. Because <laughs> I'm I just like, I'm like going to eat all these waffles. Syrup though. on it. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm. I could be a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy <soft>. restaurants. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying. But yeah, weather. <laughs> yeah, um, one that a lot of people probably recognize the name of, um, between the 1962 and 1983, the National... I'm always going to butcher this word. Oceanic and Atmospheric... Administration ran a project called Storm Fury. Okay. That where sounds... scientists try to use cloud seeding to slow hurricane winds. Wow. Was it effective? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they failed. Yikes. Okay. Um, there's another one where they test unknown chemicals at Area 51. I could see that. I mean, they could really test anything mm-hmm. they want there. It's in the middle of the desert. Like, no one's going right. to really be, like, in the crossfire. Yeah, some, like, external contractors, like, not working on Area 51, but, like, on land around it. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 94, were, um, they ended up doing a lawsuit, suing the Air Force and the EPA, um, where these contractors witnessed smells of burning unknown chemicals, which led to some experiencing health problems, and what some people think led to two of their deaths. Jeez. Um, And that was in 94, you said? Yes. Okay, because that's kind of funny, because on January... Well, it's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Morbidly funny, Uh, haha. On January 30th in 1996, President... Bill Clinton signed this presidential determination exempting Area 51 from any federal, state, or local hazardous or solid waste laws that might require disclosure of classified information mm-hmm. about the base. So he's just like, actually, uh, you don't have to tell him anything. Fine. Right. Um, a secretary <laughs> actually, a secretary for those guys actually refused to release what the chemicals were. Mm-hmm. And a memo was released in 2005 suggesting that the chemicals related to the developing of um, Lockheed stealth aircrafts. Ooh. Wow. Stealth aircrafts. It, everything, like, to me sounds very, like, aircraft-based, whether it be, right. like, an extraterrestrial aircraft or just, like, secret testing of espionage equipment. Right. Like... Um, Who knows if UFOs are even, like, technically aircrafts, like, of actual, the, right. the Earth. Because, like, they could just, the military just be like, oh, no, those are UFOs. To, like, distract Mix them. Mix it up. Make, distract them. <laughs> the so. little bait and switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's um, interesting. Because there were two citizen lawsuits filed later. In 1996, um, by former Area 51 employees, too, for violations against the Resource Conservation and Recovery Act. So, like, it meant, like, the storage and um, disposal of, like, hazardous waste. And apparently they just weren't doing it right at (laughs) Area 51, and it was, like, dangerous. But I don't know how those lawsuits ended, who won, or if anything even came out of it. But just know there's, like, some stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't breathe the air over there. If, well, we all wear masks now, so I mean, it's fine. Ugh, oh, true. Ugh. 
hate the masks. They, like, make my nose run more. <laughs> and then I'm, like, constantly sniffing. So people are like, are you sick? Like, no, it's the fucking mask. That's supposed to not make me sick. Right. Ugh. Anyways. Um, I do have one more um, very short one. Uh, the theory is that they are breeding human-alien hybrids. Yikes, what bitch would volunteer for that? <laughs> no, no, mine's I'm... human. <laughs> Have you met your boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little funky, but he's not like... <laughs> he's slightly extraterrestrial. <laughs> he, yeah. When he like gains weight in the winter, he like gains it all right in his belly, so he does kind of look like an alien. <laughs> he kind of looks like Roger from American Dad. <laughs> I love that. Um, there was an article on the website uh, collectiveevolution.com explaining that the goal of this is to create a bunch of fifth column agents and future leaders of the new world order who look exactly like the rest of us, but secretly possess the mental, psychic capabilities and social cohesion of the aliens. Yikes. I don't like that. And then another theory behind the human-alien hybrids is that they are under control of, under alien control through some sort of electronic implants and are being created as a supply of organs that the extraterrestrials need to replenish their own bodies. Why would we do that? Because <laughs> we're under the control of the aliens. Oh, because we are too? Yeah. Oh. So the okay, whole theory... No thanks. It's like the whole alien theory of how, like, they plant ships in you and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe that's why. So they can harvest your organs, so they can replenish them, their bodies and live forever. Oh. They're like the worst case of vampires. <laughs> Don't like the worst case. Okay. That's a They need blood to survive. I'd rather just give here take my blood. Yeah. It'll replenish itself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you take, take my kidneys if though. You take my kidneys or my spleen or something. I kind of need that to survive. So I need my kidneys and my those heart. Those won't and... replenish. Oh my god. We're not starfish. We don't just grow back. Yeah, we can. <laughs> points. We're not regenerative. I don't think that was the right word, Close but enough. whatever. But yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, well that's Those are fun terrifying. Theories. I know. I don't like that. Um I found one theory where they were like they staged the moon landing there. I did see that one too. Like, okay. Why wouldn't they just do it on a Hollywood set though? Like it's already set up. Um, but I suppose there's more access to those Hollywood what sets. What I found when I came across that one was there's a lot more people around, it's a lot more public, so there's more likely of a way of people spilling the fact that they were filming yeah. a staged moon landing where if they did it someplace private, like Area 51, like yeah. they, there would That's be... That's as private as right. it gets. <laughs> Plus, if you kind of look at it this way, like, empty desert, they might not need, like, an actual staging set. They go just, like... Work with the, yeah. Hmm. Well, then the shadows would have been funky, though, too. Ah, you're right. So, I, there's a whole thing about the moon landing being faked. Um, some people think that the government hired Stanley Kubrick, who did The Shining, 
Ah. to do the moon landing because he was so good, which, I mean, he is a bomb-ass director. Mm-hmm. Was. Dead now, but... <laughs> so, that was interesting. I kind of want to do an episode just on that. Because I think... Yeah, I think there might be, like, more than enough content to... Oh, yeah. I mean, they, so many shows make jokes about it being fake anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Because there's so much to look at, too, in the footage, like... The shadows, the way that the, the astronaut moves, mm-hmm. like, whatever. So there's, I don't know, there's a lot. But that was one of my favorite theories about what happens at 151. It's just, well, Stanley Kubrick, uh, fake the moon landing. 151. <laughs> like I knew highway? I was going to do that, highway too. 151. I knew I was going to do that. And, like, before, in the car on the way here, it's just like, don't fucking do it. Because 151, the highway is right down the street. And I was like, no, it's Area 51. It's not 151. But you you got so close. I know. We, we almost, almost made at the it. End. We almost made it. Um. Whatever. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's just okay. We can't talk about Area 51 and not talk about the Area 51 raid that was oh, supposed yeah. to happen. That was. That was, was that what? this year or last year? Was that to was happen? a year ago in September. Okay. So, we're like a year and a month from the actual event. <laughs> Let's see the aliens. <laughs> this is so funny. The best thing to come out of that were all of the Area 51 memes. Oh, absolutely. Did you see them yes. all? Yes. Yep. They'd be like a kid walking with like the alien predator dog type thing or whatever and just like, me coming home from Area 51 with a new pet. <laughs> just like, wow, that doesn't describe me. I don't know what does. Yeah. Did you, like, see all that as it was happening? No, I did not. No? I didn't really either. I saw a little bit of it, but it was, like, towards the end. This was September-ish, end of August, beginning of September, so I was working and then going straight to a rehearsal and then mm. going out drinking, so... Uh, I my days I had like three hours of sleep every day. The life so. of a young person. I a know. truly young person. I'm like I'm You're like younger than I am. Yeah, but like emotionally I'm a middle aged woman. Oh mentally I'm an old man, so Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Me and my roommate will literally sit there talking, staring at the clock until eight o'clock. I'm like, oh it's eight o'clock time for bed. Really? Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, me too, though. <laughs> like, once 8 o'clock hits, I'm just like, well, I'm not going anywhere. I've had my pajamas on for two hours. Like, don't fucking call me. <laughs> don't do anything. Whenever my friends are like, hey, let's go out tonight, I'm like, I need a week in advance to mentally prepare myself to be out of the house after 8. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, when people text you and just like, what are you doing on, like, tonight? And just like, well, first of all, I'm ready in my pajamas, but really my answer depends on what other information you're going to give me. Right. Like, <laughs> I have to know what you're offering before I even say, yeah, I'm free. Especially if I'm like, are you coming to pick me up? Because I'm not driving anywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... not driving my car. It's dark out. There's deer and trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good. Sometimes they just jump out. Um... So let's talk about this Area 51 raid. Um, it was like 
What was the event called? It was Storm Area uh, 51. Uh, they can't stop us they all. They can't stop all of us. Yep. <laughs> I mean, true, but they also could. Yeah. And they did. Because um, 20-year-old Maddie Roberts, around 2 a.m. on June 27th, a student from Bakersfield, California, mm-hmm. literally just made this dumbass Facebook event <laughs> just as a joke. Yeah. Just kind of like the Chicago Bean one. Remember when that was a thing? No. Oh my god, there were so many things about the Chicago Bean of like, uh, dress up for winter, paint it pink, um, (laughs) steal it and throw it in the river or something. Who the fuck can steal that? (laughs) Okay. Who would raid 50, never mind, everyone would raid 51. Yeah. (laughs) See the aliens. (laughs) It was funny because eventually FBI agent showed up to his door asking him his intentions. They are just like, so man, what's up? What are you doing? And he straight up said, well, I'm not making a pipe bomb or anything. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Me, when the FBI shows up for making these episodes, I'm not, I'm, I don't have any bad intentions. I'm just curious. <laughs> Excuse me, aliens. Yeah, but what about those aliens, though? <laughs> Ah, uh, just, I'm not making a pipe bomb. It's fine. Let's chill. Let's chill, man. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Flames. Want to come in for a cup of coffee? Ugh. <laughs> Talk about your day. Yeah. What's going on in the world of FBI land? Yeah. Also, Area 51, though? <laughs> okay, don't talk uh, about Area 51. Talk about Area 52. What's going on with that? Yeah, what about the other areas beyond the 51? And is there an Area Zero? Or, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so anyways, so this event was supposed to take place on September 20th of last year, 2019, and basically just wanted to raid the military base in search of UFOs and aliens. Free some aliens. Yeah. Um, Free Willy. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> More than 2 million people responded going. On this Facebook event, and another one and a half million marked interested. I mean, I think that's funny. Just I'm, I'm interested. How many yeah. people actually showed up? Did did, it, did you find that out? Um, about a hundred and fifty people. I'm feeling apparently. Anybody get like arrested? Um, I think there were two arrests, but they were also like, I'm pretty sure they were super fucked up. Like, hammered. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, only, apparently 150 people were reported to show up at the entrance to 151. Um, but there were other music festivals that were scheduled nearby. Like, Alien Stock <laughs> was scheduled in Rachel, Nevada. And then, <laughs> um, Storm Area 51 Base Camp... There was supposed to be a music festival there, too. Um, I don't know. Only uh, 1,500 people showed up to those. I was like, if you go to Alien Stock, like, you made the trip, just go to Area 51, right. too. It's not that far. But, yeah. I read, like, a blog of someone that went to the gates of Area 51, and they were just like, everyone was just kind of stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Okay. And, like, there were armed guards or whatever, and they were just like, 
you guys can't come any closer. And I guess no one did. So, like, no one fucked around to find out. That's fair. But, yeah, I don't know. But I just have a thank you card I want to give you for doing such a good job. Rips it up in front of them. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rate Area 51? Like, if you were given the opportunity? If it didn't risk my life and safety and I mean, would like, not get hurt, then yes. Okay. <laughs> would, yeah. Or arrested and imprisoned. Yeah. I'm too pretty for, for jail. I'm too pretty for jail. Oh. Hmm. I, I wonder if they're going to do another raid. They talked about, like, making it an annual thing. <laughs> I was like, if only 150 people showed up, are you kidding? No. <laughs> But I suppose after this summer, maybe um, more interest might be a little sparked because, and this is giving um, Robert Lazar a little more credit too. Mm -hmm. The Pentagon actually released new files like, yeah, here's some UFOs and like actual footage and like some weird, some weird stuff. So anyways... (laughs) I don't know. There's, like, one where, like, the Navy has footage of, like, this Tic Tac UFO. I don't know how else to explain like it. Like the candy? Like, yeah, like, a, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you kind of just have to watch it. I'll show you. Okay. Maybe. Anyways, so we're going to be doing another episode about aliens for Cody's podcast, Haunted Horrors. Um, so check that out. What What's it available on? Basically anything you can listen to podcasts on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't think it's on Google Play though. Okay. Am I? No, just kidding. It's not Google Play. Um, what? What? Stitcher. Stitcher. Breaker, stuff yep. like that. Right, so if you want to check that out, we're going to be talking about um, a couple different alien theories, kind of some what alien history. Alien history. Some sightings, um, abduction stories, so. Good stuff. All right, so go check that out, um, and as always, thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh my god.